Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. This is the advice that I got when I first started off in handicapping because before this job, I worked for a handicapping service and I was like a host of their media shows. So I worked with all of these guys who are like legitimate handicappers who did this for a living. They said, you need to pick a couple teams or one conference. Don't do all this nonsense where you try to know every single team and every single conference because you will not be very sharp. So these guys were very specific. They would pick like two teams from the MAC, and those would be their teams for the rest of the season. And they would not do anything other than those two teams or that conference. So I think that is valuable advice. And half of the battle, if you want to win money in sports betting, which like we straddle the line of entertainment and, you know, trying to make money because obviously winning's fun. But at the same point, like I'm not somebody who is doing this for my income. So those people have a much different view on betting than we do because me, I don't want it to be college football Saturday and me only have one bet. Like that's just not the way I roll. I want to have like all kinds of action. But I thought that that was very valuable advice. If you're trying to be good at something, you have to be very specialized. I think it's a great point. I know a lot of people attack college basketball that way, right? Because obviously there are way more teams in Division One college basketball than there are in football. And the best gamblers, the way they go about it is they literally just, they bet conferences, right? They're all over like mm-hmm. the message boards and they know when stuff are going on behind the scenes with these teams. They monitor monitor the injury report. Like the things that we don't see in the main headlines, these sharp bettors, they know all about it on these small conferences. So that's how you make money really in college sports. You know, the lines are going to be sharp 
in the SEC, in the Big Ten, all that stuff. You make your money in the MAC, in Conference USA, in the Mountain West. So, but to your point, I mean, it's just it's tough to keep track of all these teams. Yeah, and it's tough to have discipline. That is the toughest yes. part for me yes. because if you want to come out in the green, sometimes it means not taking the late night action on the Hawaii game just because you're bored and you want one more game to watch on a Saturday night. Even though I will say, I think Hawaii is getting points this week. It's my favorite. Uh, they kind of surprised so. me. Yeah. Is it really? It is, oh Chelsea. Gosh. Oh, my God. It's going to be a late Saturday morning for your boy. I don't know how I'm going to do it. That's an 11 o'clock kickoff. Like, this is the thing. This is another thing, too, with college sports, is when you love a game, but you know you're going to be heavily invested in up until, like, 3 a.m., I just sometimes, I just pass on the game because I'm like, I really want to bet them, but I also really don't want to stay up and watch. So, uh, because what's going to happen is I'm going to watch the game and then I'm going to try and fall asleep at like 1 a.m. and I'm not going to be able to because I'm like, oh boy, did they get a first down on that drive? Are they in field goal range? Like all these things go through my head. So, but I do, I love Hawaii on Friday against Stanford. There's nothing worse than box score checking as you're trying to go to sleep. And (laughs) the other bit of advice or something that I noticed from these handicappers is that like most of them don't watch the games. So like they're not sweating these things because we know how it goes when you bet on sports. There are so many twists and turns and roller coasters of win probabilities that sometimes you're better off not watching the game and just waiting till the whistle blows at the very end to see if you won because sometimes you can get your hopes up. Uh, But we were talking about being specialized in conferences and college football. I feel like I kind of do this in Major League Baseball, where I have certain teams that I find myself betting on a lot and other teams that I am unwilling to bet my money on. Like the teams that I don't really like to play are um, the Mariners before this stretch of when they've been real hot, the Twins and the Brewers. Those are the teams that I like hate betting on, but there are certain teams that I usually find on my card. PJ, what are the teams that you like betting on and what are the teams that you will not bet on? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I do not like betting on the Marlins. I feel like they always uh, they always screw me over. Don't like betting on any team in the AL Central. White Sox, Royals. Yeah, they're all any, bad. The, all, the, <laughs> the AL Central is like that's the anti-betting division right there. Uh, so probably any team in there. I tell you, the teams that are pretty good to me, um, well, the, the Orioles are great. The Nationals, as of late, have been great. Um it's not so much teams for me more so in baseball when it comes to like teams that I don't bet for sure, but teams that I back, it's more so just to bet about like what the line's telling me or like if I like the spot for the pitcher or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's usually because there are so many games, you know, that I really try not to be like, okay, like, you know, this team has been bad for me this week, so I'm just not going to back them again or this team's been great for me, so I'm just going to continue to take them. As we know, there's so much fluctuation in baseball um, that I feel like it's a lot harder to just not to not want to bet a team than it is to just obviously lay off them and not bet them. Right, but even if a team is bad, like you can use that angle and you can be fading a certain team, which is what I'm doing, I think, with this Angels game as the Angels square off with the Phillies as we get into the slate. Phillies minus 165 at home. 
LA plus 140, total of nine and a half runs. Tyler Anderson gets the ball for the Angels. He's five and five with a 5.35 ERA, facing Michael Lorenzen, who's two and one with a 4.15 since join ERA since joining the Phillies. So I feel like I like the Phillies here, but I don't think I really want to lay minus 165. Do you think the juice is worth the squeeze on the Phillies, or is there a way to back the Angels here? The Angels team that is two and six over their last eight games and feels like they have abandoned all hope since Otani has been hurt. Yeah, they they just obviously, the second half has not gone uh, how they would have planned since keeping Otani. I think the way to maybe bet it is you go Phillies team total over five and a half at plus 105. Tyler Anderson's got a 5.35 ERA. The Angels are just like, they're a weird team. You know, they win games when you just don't expect them to win. Lorenzen's kind of been up and down for the Phillies. He obviously threw a no-hitter with them. He also has gotten shelled in a couple starts, too. So, Phillies have been tough to bet against at home. Like, they've been really good at home as of late. And we know the Angels have just really been struggling. And they've been in free fall. So, probably a pass for me. But if there's any angle, maybe you take a shot at the Phillies. Team total over 5.5. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I think that's probably the way to go as well as it lines up for the Philly splits against lefties. Since the start of June, the Phillies are the eighth best team in all of baseball in WRC Plus when it comes to hitting against lefties. Tyler Anderson is a left-handed pitcher. And you kind of mentioned this, but this is the spot where the Phillies are normally cash cows as favorites and at home. At home this season, 40 and 25. As favorites, 53 and 34. So if you're going to back the Phillies, back them at home and back them as favorites because this is the time when they are making people money. And oh, by the way, the Phillies have been pretty hot as of late, winners of six of their last seven games. So I think the Phillies are the play in some way. It's just getting creative and finding a way to do so, whether it's their team total or possibly looking at the run line, but I don't really love that either. Let's go to the Astros and the Red Sox. We've got Houston plus 105, Boston minus 125, total of eight and a half runs. JP France goes for the Strohs. He's nine and five with a 3-5-1 ERA, facing Brian Bayo, who is 10 and seven with a 3-5-6 ERA. So we know the Astros have been coming on strong as of late. They are underdogs here. Does that raise a red flag for you, PJ? Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, I, I think the reason why they are is because J.P. France, who pitch, who's pitching for Houston tonight, faced Boston just five days ago. He went hmm. two and a third innings, gave up 11 hits, 10 earned runs, two walks, and three Ks, so not ideal. And he faces the Red Sox tonight at Fenway, which is obviously one of the best hitters' parks in baseball. Brian Bailo's been pretty good for Boston. Um... So you can kind of see why they're favored, but at the same time, like, oy. I mean, the Red Sox is favorites against the Astros. I don't know. I think the over is probably the way to go. Last night, the over was 10. They went over that. Houston exploded for 14 runs. I think we could get another over type game. I think France is going to pitch better than he did five days ago. I mean, it's hard for him not to, uh, but I think the Astros are going to sh- score their fair share of runs too. So anytime. Chelsea in baseball, I feel like there's an over-under of a 10 that's not at Coors Field. I kind of feel like the over usually hits. So, again, it was 10 yesterday and it hit. 
I think it's going to hit again tonight. So I think the over would probably be my favorite play. I don't know why 10 makes me nervous, but there is such a big difference for me between 9 and 10 that I'm real cautious if I'm taking a total of 10. And I just looked at the alternate totals over at BetMGM. Over 9 is minus 165. So I think that is a no-go for me. Uh, If it was at 9 at a palatable price, I would be on it because I do think both of these offenses uh, trend towards the over just because they have been two of the better offenses in the last month of baseball. So uh, I think the hitters have the upper hand here. I think J.P. France, maybe he's not going to strike out everybody, but he should be a little bit better. But again, he doesn't have to give up 10 runs himself for this over to hit. You can rely on the bullpen to do some of the legwork there, and I think that's the case uh, between these two hot-hitting lineups. Let's go to the Reds and the Giants. Cincinnati plus 140, uh, San Francisco minus 165. Total of eight, Brandon Williamson goes for the Reds today. He's 4-3 and three with a 4.18 ERA. Alex Cobb is starting for the Giants today. He is 6-5 and five with a 3.74 ERA. What a disappointment both these teams have been. Let me tell you, I put some money on the Reds to win the division like two months ago, and it has been straight down for the Reds, mostly because of their pitching. PJ, yeah. do you have a play here that you like? I think it's got to be the Giants or pass. Alex Cobb's been really good this season, and he's been really good at home. He's 4-2 and two with a 2.25 ERA this season. Now, minus 165 is probably a little too much, and I don't really want to lay juice on the run line either. So maybe you just put the Giants money line in like a parlay or something. You throw the Braves in there against the Rockies or something like that, and that's how you attack it. I do like the Giants to win. This was a huge West Coast road trip for the Reds, Chelsea, right? They played a four-game set against Arizona, lost three of those games. Now they're playing San Francisco. They dropped one of those games. These are two teams that you are squarely fighting with in the NL wild card, and I think we're starting to see the youth of the Reds show up. I know Arizona is a young team, but they were playing that series at home, which is a huge benefit to a young team. Now you go on the road to San Francisco, you drop the first game of that series. So I just kind of worry that, you know, the Reds had their their run. De La Cruz came up and everything was clicking, but you go through the long haul of the baseball season, their youth starting to show up. Now we're getting into September where it's really getting important. Um, so I, I would look to fade the Reds again tonight. I like the Giants. Right, I think the depth starts to show when we get to the end of August. That's when the real contenders show themselves and the pretenders fall by the wayside. Finally, I want to get to this one quickly. We have the Guardians and the Twins. I really like the under eight here because of the pitching and because the Guardians have been uh, the best under team in all of baseball. PJ, do you have a leaning here on this one? That's the way I was going as well. I like the under, and uh, again, I like the Twins tonight. They're they're playing well. The Guardians have been struggling, and they have one of their better pitchers going tonight in Pablo Lopez. So I do like Minnesota, but I like that under eight as well. Yeah, the Guardians this season, over-under record of 54-75, and three so if you believe in pablo lopez at all and if you think that he slams the door on this pedestrian offense i think that it leans towards an under but the problem is the twins are involved and we all know i hate betting on the twins they always burn me so it will not be on the card for me for more listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts